Hey. Hey, you. Yes. You. Do you want to feel good and look good? Be safe online in your business? Perfect. That's the place. That's the time. It's another episode of the Right Brain Geek podcast. Hi, mighty ones. Pascal, your host here. And today I've got a lovely guest. It's Lisa Schwartzman. <laughs> Hello. Hello. So I've discovered Lisa in a Facebook group. You know me, always in Facebook groups. And she was sharing a fantastic project she's starting and she's got a, a Kickstarter for it. I just read the message and I was like, oh my God, it's exactly the kind of people I want to highlight on the podcast and the kind of way of running business that I love because you know me, I like supporting people who are in a fragile situation and that's exactly what you start to do. And there's food involved and tea and <laughs> that's exactly my oh, thing as well. <laughs> I have to have you on the podcast. <laughs> so Lisa, please let us know a bit what is your project and how it started because it's not, you know, something that you start every day. So I want to hear about this. How did you start? It is unusual. Well, it's so funny. I met the CEO. We were in an Uber together and we started to talk because we're both social people. We started to talk about Saffron. He's from Afghanistan. I'm from Belarus, <laughs> and now we're both in Canada. We started talking about saffron. I love saffron, but so many Canadians and Americans don't know about it. And in fact, in Europe, it's expensive too. And it's expensive in Canada and Europe. And I love saffron. I put it in all of my food, and it's really healthy for you. And he asked, let me ask you something. He goes, how much do you pay for your saffron? And when I told him, He laughed so hard, he almost fell out of the car. Like, he, he couldn't believe it. And he said, but you're getting scammed. Why, why in Canada, Europe, North America, why do you guys overpay for saffron? And really the idea is, is that the saffron farmers and the World Bank says that 80% of them are women. They barely get any money for the saffron that they plant, cultivate, harvest, process, mm. And so then a greedy middleman just says, thanks. And then says, okay, now the price for you guys. <laughs> yeah. And so this guy, Bashir, our CEO, he said, well, that seems really unfair. And so he wanted to make a fair trade company. And I said, can I help? Can I help? Can I help? Can I help? Because I do a lot of work in television and radio, and I got tired of making money for people in television, making terrible, terrible television shows, like stuff I wouldn't watch, but would help my bosses buy nice cars. <laughs> and I think there's something about finding some purpose into your work. Like, it's quite funny, I forgot you were also working in TV, because when I'm not on the podcast, I'm a film makeup artist, so... Ah, in the industry. And I love my job. It's really creative. I love arriving yeah. on set and seeing everything and working with lovely colleagues. But at the end of the day, you don't feel like you've done something really useful or meaningful. And I know that through the podcast, I'm hoping to fill that gap. And that makes me feel useful to give the information, to put the highlight on someone. And that makes the rest of the week easier and lighter just because I've got that pocket of being useful that's <laughs> offered. So I can imagine how 
you, you nailed it. Project. You nailed it. I didn't feel useful. I didn't feel like I was helping in any way when it came to the world. Like, yeah, I was making money. I paid off my condo. And <laughs> so it, it, it actually feels good to be helping someone across the world. You know, in Afghanistan, a lot of these women are war widows because, mm-hmm. you know, between Russia and America, they're really trying to, like for a long yeah. time, not yeah. just recently, yeah. for many, many years, they've really tried to crush this country and grab its resources. And Afghanistan keeps surviving. Mm-hmm. And now these women who are the only breadwinners in their family have a chance to actually get rid of the opium that is the poison of Afghanistan. That's the mm-hmm. real export. And saffron is about to take over. That's how well these female farmers are doing. They made four tons of saffron last year. Wow. Which means it's going to be more than opium. And so they're doing this themselves. And then they're bringing money home. They're sending their kids to school. Their kids can get educated. And then Afghanistan can see the light. Exactly. And I'm sitting here in Canada and I can help make this happen. Are you kidding? <laughs> I, know, I always say like that's one of the magic like the internet you can connect with people in Canada from the UK and that's already magic and you can impact people far away and that's something that you know the internet is my best friend that's where all my friends are living <laughs> of my dear friends I've never met because we actually just met online but that allow for people to actually work together and connect that's one of the magic of this century Oh, that, that is that is so beautiful. Yeah, no, it is. Because people ask me why I spend so much time online, and it really is to connect with people. And this is the first time I heard someone say that some of their best friends are online. I know that for, for me, a lot of people say, well, no, you're supposed to meet your friend and touch their face and meet them for coffee. And I said, not always. <laughs> There's a, a course I've done a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago now, And we had like accountability buddies. Yes. We had those two ladies meeting up on Skype every Sunday morning. And it was a really intense course because it was about money. And it's a fantastic course. I'll talk in another podcast episode with Barry Tesla. She helps you befriend money. So you have to talk about so many things because it touches everything in your life. It does. The three of us ended up talking about so many things. And they are part of my closest friend who knows so much about me. And it's oh. really weird because we've never met, but I'm planning on going to South Africa as soon as I can because I want to hug them because, yeah, they're intimate to me. They're really part That's of beautiful. Me. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> See, the internet isn't just cats. <laughs> so there's no, more exactly. <laughs> Love rule the internet as well. There's not just the trolls and the, the, the you know, the yeah ghastly comments there's also kickstarter which is a fantastic platform so we are recording this at the very end of april so Mm -hmm. now you've got just a bit more than a month left for the um, the campaign i believe for the campaign that's right we have a nice start you know our friends and our family have been wonderful and now we're now we want the rest of the world to know about it so that they can pledge because we have such a talented creative director he never sleeps and all he does is make art and he you know so he did the website he did the kickstarter site all the design and then he made rewards for people so that if they help these women by buying tea 
oh, this is the thing. It's not just saffron. We're not just selling saffron, which you can put into everything from Spanish paella to uh, Mexican rice to Italian desserts, Mm -hmm. also Italian potato soup can make almond orange cake with it you can put it in everything it is a lovely lovely flavor i really like saffron as well i'm so glad you know it it's this gentle almost floral honey kind of uh, and it's got this aroma that's why we're Mm. called saff aroma saffron aroma (laughs) (laughs) but we also put it in tea because in canada and north america we don't know anything. We really don't know anything about tea. In Europe, people do it, but especially in Iran and in Central Asia, you know, they will put saffron into the tea for health, but also you don't even need to add sugar because it's a little bit sweet. Yeah, I can imagine the flavor of it being really complementary with the tea. Yeah. yeah. So we made four tea blends. All of them have saffron in them. My favorite is the Paradise Berry. It's completely non-caffeinated, that one, and the other three have the normal amount of, you know, tea caffeine. That one just has the saffron and the Paradise Berries. People will go on the Kickstarter. Your listeners will, I hope, go to the Kickstarter just to look at it and then, you know, maybe pledge something and then we'll send the tea and saffron, but also the creative director made pillows like with these beautiful blue designs that are from the saffron flower. I think a lot of people don't even know where saffron comes from, but it comes from crocus flowers, which are like iris, irises. So he put those on the pillow. He made a beautiful framed picture with original art and then calligraphy that's hand-drawn. Uh, yeah, it's really worth uh, checking it because I've seen you've got mugs as well. If mugs I as well. Mugs like any, it's really, really pretty, I have to it's say. pretty, yeah. And so if people pledge, they get tea and they get saffron, but they also get these wonderful gifts. Yeah, um, and, then totally. and I, I'll put the link in the show note for everybody. You can just, uh, you know, go into your app or on the website and there'll be all the links going back to the, the campaign. So you can have a, a cheeky look and maybe put a, a cheeky pledge because <laughs> I really like as well. You've made it really easy for everybody to join if they want to support. And even if they're not like really, really feeling rich at the moment, there's a pledge that starts at $1. Which yeah, is for people who just want to uh, make a little wink or you know a little support, they can start. There's no reason not to do it. So it's lovely. I really appreciate. Thank you so it. much. Yeah, I, I'm so happy to talk to your listeners because um, I'm guessing if they're listening to you that they share your values, awesome. and we really, <laughs> you and I really have a lot of the same kind of ideas about helping out and also how great food is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do love food. That's something. <laughs> and I know like on my Twitter feed, I know a few people will be really interested. There's a couple of people who love tea. One of her former um, guests on the podcast, she's a singer, but she loves tea. She's really? really about tea. And so, she's a singer? Yeah, yeah. So maybe it soothes her voice to drink yeah, tea. Yeah, it like helps her. the voice and she's just, okay. it's just one of those flavors that she likes much more than anything else. So I'll make sure that she... Um, she listened to it. I know she listened to the episode, but I'll make sure she doesn't miss this one because that's so for her. Hello, you. <laughs> Hello, Hello, lady. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. 
it's quite a big project. How do you feel about starting a big project with people you met in a cab? That's <laughs> how did you? <laughs> that's something we talked in the um, in the last guest as well. Like finding a good partnership is quite daunting for people. So, would you have any tips for our listeners if they want to start business with someone? How do you make something in place that feels good? You know, that's such a an important question. And it's difficult to talk about, but I'll talk about it uh, because <laughs> here's the thing. You kind of want to be this unified front as a company because you're all doing the same thing and you, and you really want people to like what you're doing and you have a vision that you share with these people. But the fact is every human is different from every other human, even if you have things in common. Meanwhile, we have a real cultural difference. I'm very much a Western Jewish, loud. If I have an opinion, I will say it <laughs> right away. Standing uh, your ground. Yes. Oh boy. Yeah. It's awful. And you then. Good. It's not so, awful. It is so, good, lady. You're fighting <laughs> and you're, you're saying it. That's what we like. Well, and some of these gentlemen, okay, one is from Afghanistan, two are from Iran. And what are they doing with this loud female Jew? You know, they've got this Eastern kind of, if you have a point to make, you make it gently around like this rather than going, bah! <laughs> you know, the first time we had a disagreement, I was so sad. As a woman and a Jew, I'm very emotional too, like mm. everything. Ah. <laughs> 200%, <laughs> can't hide anything, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the CEO said, you know, he said, this isn't my first rodeo. Wait, he's never actually been in the rodeo. I imagine for Afghanistan, it's not a booming industry. But he said, look, in these startups and in companies, he goes, the closest thing that I can think of that it's like, he said, is a marriage. He said, you will disagree and you have to be committed and work through it. And I said, come on, it's weird that we disagreed. He said, it's absolutely natural that we disagreed. Yeah. And and I was shocked by that. And since that conversation, uh, we've actually disagreed terribly more. But we make each other laugh. We work hard. We have a common goal. Oh, and another guy in the company is Filipino. What? <laughs> <laughs> Canada is so funny. Everybody just comes together and they're like, oh, God, where are you from? Can I speak your language? No? Okay, let's try English together. You know? <laughs> so fantastic. It's proper melting pot. Yeah. yeah. It's really true. It's like a marriage. You have to make your way towards the other person and try to see how to communicate better. There's yeah. that book that's called The Five Language of Love. I don't know if you've read that book. No, The Five oh. Language of Love? Yeah, I Tell love me, I can use it. <laughs> yeah, and that's, the, that's what's funny, actually, because you can have it, obviously, in a relationship for love, but it also made one for work so you can apply it for your colleagues because everybody has a way to receive and give love that's going to be different so some people it's through words so they like to say oh well done good work thank you some some people it's going to be through touch so it's going to be if you can if you're in the same space touching them the the shoulders or a smile some people it's going to be through act of service so some people it's going to be through gift So everybody's got a way of receiving and giving love. So if you don't have the same language, you both feel not heard uh, enough and not knowledge I enough. I see. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> 
Exactly. But I think if those parties, as you said, are committed to work through, I love this expression and the, the concept because it's tough to run a business if you are committed and if you have that value and that goal. I think that's one of the beauty as well of having a purpose-based business is that you've yes. got that compass, isn't it, for the whole team? And you can You're right. It is a compass for the whole team. That's exactly right. And yeah, I think that, that must be helping. It, it helps so much because whenever we start to, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's money. It's also trying to help people. There's a lot at stake, it feels. And it's hard not to take things personally. It's hard to say, okay, well, this is me and this business is over there. If that was really possible, okay, then we wouldn't have the passion for the business in the first place. Mm. But at the same time, it's good to have balance. And so when we find ourselves too much making it about our vanity or ego when we're disagreeing, then it's pretty easy to see when we're just being babies. And then for one of us to say, okay, can we just get back to work? And then, oh yes, there's a purpose. Go kid, let's go. See, I have a two-year-old son and I see how much, how much I have not changed from when I was two. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and how distraction, it's like, oh, here's some keys. Let's, oh, that's right. And then shiny, shiny. <laughs> exactly. And it's so important to just change direction when you're not being constructive, because that's the important thing. You keep putting one foot in front of the other. You keep being constructive because you want to help these women and you also want to run a business and you also want to bring this tea and saffron that you love to people so that they can love it. Yeah, I can and- imagine you can put a lot of stress on yourself because it's quite a challenge and you're not working <laughs> just for you. That's something that's really important for me for the podcast and in my view of business in general is taking care of yourself as well and making sure that your business feel good so that you take care of yourself. You fill your own tank. That's one of the things I keep repeating. You need to fill your own tank because you can't give out in your business if you're absolutely depleted. So I don't know Mm -hmm. if you want to join me for a deep breath. I do like to invite my audience to take a deep breath now and then into that mad, mad world. I would love that. (laughs) (laughs) I've been breathing just from the top of my chest shallowly as if (laughs) for about a month now. (laughs) So that's the perfect moment. Let's do this. Deep breath in. And deep breath out. And that's the beauty of just one breath in, one breath out. You already feel better, I imagine, just slowing down. It's very nice. (laughs) And you know what? As soon as the breath ended, I was uh, much more ready to receive the loud police and ambulance sirens (laughs) outside the window. It's like, ah, the world is peaceful. (laughs) My reaction, because I was more relaxed, was like, well... It happened, but if I hadn't had that breath, it would have been like, ah, another thing. Exactly. That's what I I keep saying to everybody. (laughs) Deep breath. And breath out all the the aggression of the outside world. You just breath against it. Thank you so much. That was wonderful. Well, thank you, Lisa. Thank you for joining and thank you for coming on the podcast. I'll make sure everybody get their access to, to the link so they can visit your beautiful Kickstarter and Thank get you. to try your tea. Is there another place they can find you online? 
Yes, absolutely. So the best place to, to find us is the Kickstarter right now, B-I-T period uh, L-Y slash Tasty Gold. And we call it that because saffron is sometimes referred to as red gold. Mm-hmm. And we want people to be curious. Tasty gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, we're everywhere. So just look for Safaroma, S-A-F, and then Aroma. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. And mighty ones, do go click in the link in the show notes. You know how to do that now. And I'll, um, I'll talk to you really soon. Lisa, all the best for the rest of the conference. It was great to meet you. I'm, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm very happy (laughs) too. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we are at the end of this episode of Mighty Ones. Thank you for listening as always. If you really want to help the show, if this show is valuable to you in any way, please share the link with your friends and please leave a review on iTunes. It is really, really helpful. And, you know, it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. So till the next one, have a fantastic week. Mighty Ones, stay mighty, feel good, look good and stay safe in your business.